All right, we're um, doing a new Beaver Mover battle. New Cave Quest. I can't talk anymore. Hello, citizens. Welcome to B-Movie Battle 71, Nick Cage Cast 48 for Sunny 2002. I am Phoenix West. Dick, Dick in it. Oh, and even, we need to change our names, or at least I do, but whatever. I'm just going to leave it. That's for the last That's episode. Fine. Today we watched Sunny from 2002. The only movie ever, probably ever, you can say that after he's dead, that Nick Cage ever directed. This is true. I watched this movie years ago. And I skimmed through it today. So, take it away, Dick. I skimmed through it as well. For the first I time. I did watch more chunks of it for the first time. Okay. On YouTube, because it was free. So, I, kinda, I watched like the first, because I read the synopsis. I read pretty much all of what it was about. So, I was like, okay, I, I can figure out what this is about. So, I kind of just like skipped ahead. I kind of, he, he's a soldier, comes back. It takes place in the 80s. He, t- he comes back from 81. He comes back from the, from uh, not Vietnam. And uh, he goes back home yeah. to New Orleans. New Orleans. To his mama, New Orleans. And he's basically telling his mom he used to be a gigolo when he was like a teen. And she trained him. Which Ugh. I guess that means she fucked him repeatedly. What it sounds like to me. Like, very weird. She- and in the movie, there's a scene... Where she's talking about how you're the best thing I ever made. You're so wonderful. And then they cut like to him fucking some old lady. And I thought it was her. Yeah. Is that the one with the titty out? It's like on the yeah. bed? Yeah. I, I watched she that had scene. A I was big like, old oh. titty. Yeah. And I thought that was her. I was like, oh, is that what this is? I, I had the her. exact same thought when I was skimming through the second time. Yeah. And probably had the same thought yeah, the I, first time years ago. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, whoa. They went there. It's like, oh, wait, no, that's not her. Okay. And like she only has 115 bucks for him, and he's like, "Fine." And she goes, "I know it's 200. But I got 115. Sunny, I love you. Yeah, it's fine. We like to party. I just, I'm a good trick." And then he goes to that other old lady who gets naked on the bed, and she he fucks her with a with a police stick. Very yeah, very interesting movie. Now, I mean, I get it's an interesting movie because it's it's basically a film about a gigolo, yeah. which you don't see that often. And it's very Tennessee I, Williams. I can only think of two movies about male prostitution. American Gigolo. One of them's American and Gigolo. Years. The other one's Midnight Cowboy. Exactly. That's it. And I guess, um, so Nick Cage, I watched an interview with him about this movie. And he said this script he got in 1980. And he said what happened was Richard Gere was attached to star in it. And then he <laughs> dropped it and he did American Gigolo instead. So he had the two gigolo scripts and he picked American gigolo first. <laughs> Worked out well that. for him, yeah. It, yeah, I guess yeah, made him a movie star, whatever. But I guess the Nick Cage said he always liked the script. He always thought about it. He always had it. So he goes, one day he just thought, well, maybe I should just direct it. And so like nine years later, or nine years go by, and he just decides, okay, I'm gonna direct it now. And so it takes another nine years for it all to kind of come to fruition and get everybody together. And he said, like, and then the, the guy who was interviewing him was like, like gushing about the movie. Goes, oh, I thought this was a great movie, Nick. And um, uh, what were your influences? What, what were your first influences? He goes, Well, I got to say, probably Kazan. Kazan's a big influence on me. And, you know, I just go from there. But well, thank you. And he talked about casting Brenda Blethyn. 
And he goes, oh, she's brilliant. I knew she'd be good because she's trained so well. And she could just do any accent she could. Because that's a hard accent to do, that New Orleans twang. And she just did it wonderfully. And I just knew she could because she's trained so well. And he didn't really talk about James Franco all that much. Like, they, I don't like he got into detail. Because you kind of get the feeling that maybe he's, he was jealous of Franco because, like, he was in the prime of his career at that point. And Nick was kind of on the bottom of, end of his career. Is that why he put so on a know, big could... comical fake nose that he does so often? Yes, and, and absolutely. Blur the camera. Put a bunch of Vaseline on there and don't stop moving that camera. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I got a big client for you. I'm treating him right. He's my biggest client. I'm a bad boy. I'm, I need to be punished. You know who your father was? How do you want to be punished? What? You know who your father was? Yeah? Fuck you! And he beats the shit out of him. I thought that's what he wanted. That was the whole thing, right? And that's the weird part because break in immediately. Harry Dean so. Stanton is my favorite part of this movie. He yeah, is kind of quasi father, light years beyond anyone as far as quality goes. He the, that's what we talked about in the last episode. As I was talking about him more here, I I was watching yeah. the movie and I was skimming through it and I'm like, oh yeah, Harry, and I'm watching his scenes. I'm stopping. I'm just watching his scenes and I'm like, oh oh, fast forward. I'm, I'm supposed to be fast forwarding and like. That, I don't know. That caught me the second time more than the first time. Where first time I noticed he's really good here. Second time I was like, God damn, he's the only thing I want to watch in this movie. Like I don't care about Franco. Right. I, I for sure no, shit don't Fra- care about Mira, Mira Servino or whatever. The fuck no, yeah, Savari, Mina Savari. Yeah, I, I'd rather I see like Franco's dick than anything on her. I'm sorry, I just don't get it. I don't get it with her. I did like that bit where he was with Jimmy Khan's son. Scott Kahn, because he's going to give him a yeah. bookstore job or something, and he reje- he basically fucks it up because he screws someone that lives in the building, and she's like, you know, oh, like she's addicted to, to cough syrup, and that throws uh, James Franco into this fit because he thought these people were normal, yeah. and they're just as bad as everybody else, and he's just like, you're a fucking junkie, fuck you, ah, and he's naked, throwing these bottles. She's around. naked, and, and she's big naked, old fake titties. Big old titty, nipple titty, big old nipple titty, and um, I don't know if they're fake. They, I don't know if they're fake. Uh, they look, they didn't look that good to be fake. They look, they looked natural because they didn't look so great. I don't know. They're very, very like I don't know. They were round, but not that round. Let me show you right now. Just see them. Oh. I'll watch them. And I, oh, I can't screen share, but I'm looking at them. Oh. <laughs> I see the surgery scars. Oh, look at those surgery scars. Those are definitely fake titties. Halloween. French fried fake titties. Now, I want her to have hair on her arm. That means she's got a hairy bush. That was on JT Walsh and Sling Blade. Yeah. The late great, the late great JT Walsh has been dead for like forty years. Knee bomb, knee bomb, knee bomb. <laughs> they say knee bomb ten thousand times in the Negotiator, and and, and Chris Sabian. Yeah, Chris Sabian, Chris Sabian, like fifty times. That yeah, movie's nothing but bomb. names flying at you. The same six names, just nonstop. But knee bomb is by far Come the on, worst. Knee bomb. It's on your computer, knee bomb. They just kill, they execute knee bomb Sabian. Three shots, center mass. They executed knee bomb. Sabian. That movie's nothing but I names. I know my name. 
That's right, Sabian. <laughs> That's right, Chris Sabian. Mr. Sabian, Christ yeah, Christ Sabian. Christopher Sabian, they shot an E-bomb. I'm not going to talk to anybody unless I talk to Chris Sabian. <laughs> yeah, they're calling for a Chris Sabian. Chris Sabian here, how can I help you? Yeah, Chris Sabian, can you come in and negotiate this? Chris Sabian would love to. Let me touch some children and then kill them afterwards. <laughs> That's Oops. actually oh, sorry. That just like more than you know. Some, my, the, the character of Kevin Spacey just took over there. I apologize. <laughs> exactly. Allegedly. Get me, Sabian! He's doing what? What's going on? Never mind. Do not get Chris Sabian. Holy shit. Oh my god. I have oh to be god. in Marvel movies with Disney. I can't be associated with that guy. <laughs> yeah, because Disney's so clean. <laughs> I love that that fucking oh Disney oh I work for Disney now yeah. they don't make awful dirty shit. Song of the it's what? No, did. no, no, no. We're yeah. a clean company. Come on now. Disney did really hate that group of people. No, no. We love everyone who has money to spend. If you look, there are like posts on like BuzzFeed that was, or sites like that. Not exactly BuzzFeed, but like, well, Disney didn't really not like Jews. It was. Right, it's like, right, come right. on, who's paying you to say this shit? Well, of course they have to. It's a huge company. I guess they were saying like, if you sue Disney, Disney, nobody wants to sue Disney because they have the worst lawyers. They have cutthroat, evil lawyers. No, for Disney, you go figure that one out. <laughs> Which is funny because Disney worst. didn't like the Jews. And just Walt. Sorry, they what? didn't like him. He tolerated. Him. <laughs> he didn't hate him, but he. Yeah, they were they're good accountants, and they could design some good stuff, write some good music. He just had to tolerate them to get his his work out. So you know, he hey, at least he gave him a job. He paid him begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, <laughs> you sing oh, my God, jingles, you get the fuck out of here. You well, write, you, you write uh, the you piano compositions, that, um, get the hell out. What well, uh, you know? What Rod Sterling and Walt Disney had in common? Smoking. Huge. Co- oh, yeah, smoking. Smoking, no, for sure. Because you notice uh, anything with modern Disney, they erased his cigarettes from his hand, his digital cigarettes. Because you can see he's hold- his hand is like in an odd shape. They put he's in a vape pen. Well, you see, he's put nothing there. <laughs> they just totally, they, you know, because he can't smoke. He couldn't be a man of his time and smoke cigarettes. No. That's horrible. No. Like, An lie. abomination, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, we can tolerate his uh, anti Semitism, but not his smoking. No, God, no. Not in California. No. Mm. Oh, fuck no. We're healthy over here. The pillar of, of left wing. Uh, oh, man. I mean, get, we're not getting into politics. I'm just saying. No, I hate Like smoking, that. Well, you I don't go. Like, I know what it's horrible. Oh, by the way, January first, jaywalking is legal in the state of California. Hey, I don't know if Phoenix ever outlawed it because outlawed it because it's just a nonstop people in the road. What well, I don't know what it is with this, the city. In this state, people get hit by cars all the time because you got homeless people everywhere. They run in front of cars to get pills. Oh, they so, do that here, but yeah, it's just nonstop everywhere you go. It's fucking irritating. Oh, yeah. So all the California people went to your state. Fucking yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. Yeah. Trust me. Every day of my life. No, it's like I was told you it was like Arizona, oh California, 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 Arizona, yeah. and it's like exactly. started. We're starting to become outnumbered. It's like oh shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, you guys got to have more children. Start having more kids. Arizona kids. Not that I'm, I don't know. Both politics fucking suck. So, yeah, it, it's just. Well, it's, all, it's, all, it's all bullshit. I don't read them. They're all junk. It's all junk. It's all shit. It's all junk. Yep. But Sunny. It stinks. Isn't junk. It's, no, it's. I don't know. Sunny. What, it's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's very student film. It, That's what yes. I got from it. But it's, it's a better my... student. It's a better made student film because he knows how to make a movie. It's just the problem is he doesn't know how to tell the story that he's making. It feels he's like more, he said the reason he took this story because it's more character driven. So he wasn't really interested in plot. Yeah, he wanted to do character study. That's what this movie is. And that's it's study. evident. But I'm a guy who always says I like character movies. But right, there has to be something that it's about. Well, t- well James Franco doesn't really. I mean, he's he's fine in the movie. He plays it, but it's like there's something about Franco that just doesn't fit. It no, doesn't work. You're right. There's something about him. That I don't even good. not like Franco as an actor. Exactly. He's fine. <laughs> I, I have nothing against the man. I I don't want to say that's why yeah. it doesn't work for me. The movie because I, I I'll be I'll be clear right here. I give this movie a six. I like it. Yeah. I don't I don't feel any one way or the other. I feel like it could be a whole lot better. I think if Cage were to make it now. With with a way more movies under his belt and a lot more experience and the growth he's had, he could definitely tell a better story. But it's just kind of uh, here you go. My next it's film, just toothless a little bit in is, some scenes. The, the the next movie I want to direct is Pay the Ghost too. <laughs> I love that film. I feel like he wanted to make a movie about a man whore, so he's like, here's some elderly titties, and he fucks them. But And you never get a sense of why he... It's like Holden Caulfield or something. Like He's angry, and yeah. he's angsty, but I, I don't right. give a shit. That's not the interesting part well, to me. That his, his story is interesting as an idea, but I'm not getting that from Franco in, in the scenes I'm watching well, with him. Did you watch that one scene with Harry Dean Stanton and Franco? He's at the table, and he's talking about getting a new job. And he goes, I hope you get it, son, because at least one of us can get out of here. Yeah. And I would love it if it was you. And like you just see Harry Dean Stanton being so like he's crying, like he's keeping that emotion inside. But he lo- like he loves James Franco like yes. his son. He's been around for so long, and he doesn't want to see him basically turn to him like a broken down old man who's just a joke living in New Orleans. And he knows what his mother is going to do to him if he stays there. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said Harry Dean Stanton is by far the best piece of this movie to me. Yeah, it's him and, and then honestly good, nothing else. Like, she, I like Brenda Blethyn. She's a good actress. Yeah. she's been in a bunch of stuff. She's good. But yeah, no, yeah. But Harry Dean Stanton definitely is like when he's playing Jim Rummy. But that's what made me die laughing was when he goes, "Oh, things are looking up for me," and as soon as he backs that car, he gets hit by a fucking Mack truck and he blows up. Not only does he blow, it's like the the tri- the he had fifteen gallons of gas just hanging out with a lit match in his car, and he just blew up all of a sudden when the truck hit them. I mean, it's hilarious. I was like, it was almost like the scene from Death Wish Three, where they punched his wife or his girlfriend. They send the car down the hill, and she gets hit by a car. But like, it just takes the fender off, the fender off, and then blows up. Like, how's that possible? Well, let's watch this, because I remember him dying in the movie. I don't remember how, so this is kind of my first time in years watching the scene. This is hilarious. (laughs) 
That's why it's like, how did that happen? And it immediately cuts to them at a funeral. Yes. So they cut to the hat, and then they cut to the funeral with headphones. Yeah. But it, which is fine. I don't mind the explosions like that, because it's, it's not it's not an action movie, so it doesn't really matter. It's, no, but it still just makes me laugh. Yeah, it does. Like, how that, it is how comical. How happen? How fast it blows I mean, up. Yeah, it's like he could you could have just had him get hit by a car and he dies of his injuries, but they had to have that massive explosion of fire. And those are the like, scenes I, I wish they had happen. behind the scenes footage of where Cage is like, Oh, you wanna do like a fu-? it's like talking to like the, the special effects dude and he's like, oh, all right, yeah. let's a couple like a little bit of flame. Okay, I could see that. It's a movie, we gotta oh. we gotta Oh, that's way too many flames way too quickly. Oh, but it, the shot shot like the car's ruined. And I only got that one Cadillac. Oh shit! Okay, like, it's in the movie, I guess. Okay, I want to see those scenes. Okay. You went up in a fireball, Henry Harry. Give it's me my fantastic. individuality jacket, if you will. <laughs> I'm on my snakeskin jacket. I'm like, you're gonna hear it all night long. It's like all a night. little pittering, pattering of feet running around a room. But um, yeah, so that that happens and. Yeah, the movie itself is fine. It's just it's, it's a character movie, and at the end of the movie, you think it has an ending that's a positive, but then it doesn't really quite end up that way. And it's like it's a very, very student film slash wannabe foreign filmmaker ending of a movie. So, what is the deal with Nick Cage in New Orleans and Las Vegas? Well, New Orleans, he lives there, or he used to. Because he said that he bought he bought property there. He lived there for a time, and actually, I don't know if it was IMDb or the interview where he talked about he bought this house where they shot the movie in. He bought it to shoot the movie in, yeah. and he goes after the movie was done. He goes, I didn't know what to do with it, so it was like he bought this property in New Orleans for a movie, and then like he's like, well, I don't know what I don't know what to do with it now. Like he doesn't understand that you could rent it, you could make money renting it out, or like like he had no concept of that. So I thought that was kind of funny. I guess that's why he owed the government $30 million <laughs> in taxes, because he doesn't understand how business works. Well, then he spent $500,000 on dinosaur bones at one point. It's like, well, that, that'll do it. I can write that off. I'm going to play a paleontologist, man. I'm going to write that off. It's research. See, so at least, I, at least he was bones. smart enough where he bought stuff that would actually increase in value, even though it's stupid when you think about it. Like, dinosaur bone yeah, but... would... Not a whole lot of inflation on that, like a lot of investment, but something he could sell, like artwork you can sell again and make money off to pay right, your taxes. Yeah. But well, yeah, he sold, yeah, but he sold all his properties. He's so not he buying like, like he, he, Sega yeah. Dreamcast or something, you know, something that's not going to make no. money. I did know that he painted his house black. I know that because I met a contractor that worked for Nick Cage, and he said, "Like, oh yeah, he's, he's kooky. He's a kooky guy." Yeah, he, like, he, he would go against. He goes against the norm, and it's just like, yeah, but Nick, you can't really have a black house because X, Y, and Z. He goes, that's fine. I don't care. I want, I want everything black. And he goes, uh, fine, whatever. You're going to have like talk- so much moisture well, ex- collecting in the inside well, of your attic. Well, they explained <laughs> okay. to him why you can't have a black house. And he's like, that's oh, okay. Don't worry about it. And then, and then like six months after they did it, he's like, okay, yeah, you have to change it all back to give us some color. It's like he changed his mind. It's like, well, you just spent all that money. You spend that money again to repaint. So it's like, you know, that's how he's a spendthrift. The he man doesn't, doesn't stop working. No. I don't care. Yeah, more power to him. I, I don't, you know what I mean? Well, does he not stop working because he owes so much taxes? Or does he not stop working? Because it's not like the movies he's making are great films. 
Let's just be honest. This is the Bruce Willis effect. He's making money. He's making all these movies to get money up front to base in a scam, a complicated pyramid scheme with all these Hollywood, these producers no. that like to take the American dollar and turn it into $5 to go shoot a movie in Bulgaria. This is where I'll shit. disagree with you a little bit. He's not, he's know. not phoning it in like Bruce Willis does. He, no, well, Bruce Willis has a has a brain disease. That's why he's funny. But he Travolta, Bruce Willis, Holly Berry, they all did those movies, the Redbox movies. Yeah, but, but I, would, I would say Travolta tried just as much as Cage. I don't know. I think Travolta does try. Okay, so the, they're in a in a in a face off, if you will, on one exactly. side, and the other two people that we mentioned there, they're just doing what they can to survive. And Holly Berry, it worked out because she's like doing legit movies now again. Um, Bruce of. Willis is kind of, you know, he's got his own thing going on that is separate. Well, and I wanna, yeah, well, I'm not even going to comment yeah. on because it, it sucks, but also yeah, the guy's a huge right. asshole yeah. before this happened. So fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have no sympathy for Bruce Willis because it's, he was an asshole before that. Why do I care? I didn't like him before all this happened. Yeah. And what's happening to him was not an excuse for. It doesn't excuse what he was like before that. It's more of an excuse of what he was like recently doing all these terrible right. foreign movies for money. But right, anyway, right. Nick Cage has tried in every movie he's ever done. There's some bad movies in there, but he, he does his own thing and he won't just do whatever. He's not doing like film a scene in the woods for 45 minutes. He did jujitsu. That's the only one I can think of that would even close, come close to that. that. Where it's a shoot. We're gonna shoot you around the cast, and you're not really ever gonna see them, like Bruce Willis does. He's in jujitsu, right, which yeah, is yeah. in the woods, but he's also with the cast. He's like he's there. Right. Now, if you want to say he's bad in those movies or the movies are bad, that's absolutely fair. I'm just gonna say he's not phoning it in. Um, but as far as taxes go, that we're talking about, he never, he always did a bunch of movies a year. So it was, this wasn't new after he stopped paying his taxes and got caught with it. <clears throat> he's constantly done four or five movies a year. But, and he's been done with his taxes yeah. for a decade and a half now. Oh, yeah, I guess. Unless he kept buying dinosaurs. <laughs> I can't stop buying the tri- have, triceratops I, skulls. I can't stop. <laughs> I buy, no, I buy, I buy dinosaur eggs and I eat them. I swear to God, they're delicious. But they're a million dollars an egg. Eventually, I will shit a dinosaur. I can't get enough of them, man. Can you imagine a dinosaur cage crossbreed? It's going to be great. It's called Cagesaurus. Um, I, I did look up uh, his like recent his upcoming movies, and one of them looks pretty good. Like Just based yeah, on make, poster alone. Oh, sure. I think he'll make one good movie out of five. That seems to be his track record right now. Well, he's got the... This one kind of looks like a um, pig sort of situation. There's not a whole lot oh, of information okay. on it, but let us I'll show you right yeah. here. This could be up there with Pig. It's called Butcher's Crossing. Look at this poster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a frontier epic about an Ivy League dropout as he travels to the Colorado wilderness where he joins a team of buffalo hunters on a journey that puts him his life and sanity at risk based on the highly acclaimed novel by John Williams, not the composer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a right on the side. looks like a simple little movie. Apparently, they have uh, Harry Dean Stanton Jr. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Look at him, Harry Dean Stanton Jr. <laughs> is that not Harry Dean Stanton wow. Jr.? 
Look at this guy. I, is it? Oh. <laughs> it's not legitimately him, but oh it, it looks so much like him. It's pretty close. Must have been standing for years. Um, he was a Stanton. <laughs> yes. He's also got um, the old way, the retirement plan. Reinfeld, where this is the movie he plays Dracula. Sympathy for the yes. Devil and Dream Scenario. These are all the movies I heard about today, except for Reinfeld, The Old Way, and Butcher's Crossing. Wow. Yeah, was, I think he's realizing maybe I need to slow down, choose better projects after Pig. He's like, oh, I can actually... Pig and Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. He's like, oh, I can actually do this. So I'm going to yeah. slow down and and take these a little more seriously, put some thought in my character. I can still be wacky because I'm Cage, but... I'll focus a little harder. But I still, I still need to make my nut. Like I gotta do National Treasure three. They'll give me twenty million dollars for that. Nope. I gotta do that. They made a new TV money. show with National Treasure. He's not in it. That's so uh, offensive. Uh, well, that's probably why. Uh, they probably saved money making a show, not a movie. There's no. I could be in a show. I could. I could do TV. Uh, streaming's different. It's a new forum, man. There's no info on the dream scenario. Just him and a director. Mm. Sympathy okay. for the Devil is, it looks like a foreign movie. Maybe he's just trying to make some money here. Joel Kinnaman's it in it. His... Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. No, no poster, oh. nothing. Old way, an old gunslinger and his daughter must face the consequences of his past while the son of a man or murdered years ago arrives to take revenge. Here's a picture. That could be neat. That could be neat. Yeah. I have yet to see a Nick Cage Western. Oh, it's, this is legit, like a legit movie. They're actually filming it. A lot of his ones like disappear. Oh, yeah. oh look at this. Here we go. Okay. Instead of the movie, wearing a horse. Oh, this is interesting. I wear my I wear my snakeskin jacket. This one is Reinfeld. Is this is one where he plays Dracula. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Um, there's a whole trailer here, but. The, no, no, so that's a different movie. Here he is. He looks like, does he not look like Travolta right here? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we got that going on, and that's it. Okay. Anyway, let's get out of here. I gave this movie a six. I agree, six is fine. It's got a 5.6 in IMDb. Critics tore it apart. But I don't think they needed to. It's just, it's bland at best, at worst, I should say. It feels like a cable movie. Like, if you watched yeah. on cable, it would have been fine. It does feel like a made-for-TV mm. movie. Yeah, it's very, very... But with titties. With titties. Lots of titties. HBO made-for-TV movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's inoffensive as far as content goes, other than nudity. There's really not a whole lot there that you could be offended by. It's... No. Just what it is, and you kind of just sit there and watch it, and then you're like, oh, it's over. I don't know what I, like I, w- I wanted more scenes of what he wanted other than just generic. That's why I said Holden Caulfield generic. Fuck the world. Everyone's shit. I'm be- I'm the best. And that's it. Well, there is that scene where he goes to an old lady dressed as a cop. And he's doing a role play thing. Just keeps the, keeps the uniform on. And like, she gives him $200. Says, I'm only giving you guys 300. Cause I'm only giving you 200. Says, oh yeah. Well then fine. And he, he looks around the room and goes, I can probably take this TV. What the fuck am I doing with this TV? He throws it down and he breaks it and he goes, Oh, well, see now, what am I gonna do with a broken TV? And he starts like tearing shit up. He goes, Here, stop, stop. Here's your extra hundred, you whore. You whore. Yeah, I remember that. You whore. <laughs> and she, she crumbles at the, the hundred and throws it at him. 
He still picks it up. Like I made my point. Thank you. You're welcome for the dicking. My mama taught me that. Well, she didn't even. He didn't use his dick. He used the the. No, but I still wish she was the like night stick. Oh, that's a, the night wait. Stick. What your mom? Oh, did you fuck your? Oh, like, oh I, I like wanted that one more. scene. Extra. Oh, even for New Orleans, that's fucked up. Uh, I know. That's why I have a lot of issues, and I'm holding Caulfield. It's just I'm angst, angst incarnate. I'm pure angst. But I just wanted a scene where he like was doing something other than moping and trying to do something that was vague. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a character well, I mean, movie, but I, I never knew what he, he wanted. Drove his, he drove his Trans Am like he liked it. <laughs> Remember um, Mina Savari, or Savari? Yeah, Mina Savari blew that dude for a yeah. car. Yeah, is that what that was? Yeah. She she goes, one of my Johns uh, offered his services. <laughs> Here's your car. She throws the keys in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. He never said, really says thank you or anything. He's like, huh. Yeah. Then he comes out of the shower and he's like, I guess we'll fuck now because you're naked. Yeah. And they fuck. And it's like, oh, I guess that's love. It's just, when I say toothless, I don't mean like the prostitution left. I just mean like, I, I, I feel like all the punches were pulled a little bit. Well, he, he just, his, career, his life is over and he already knows it. It's just a sad. It's, just, it's, he's just it's in sad, but it's not, he doesn't dwell on the if sadness. He, it's not about the sadness. Him, if he killed himself, maybe there'd be merit to it, but he didn't. I wanted the big speech or the here's what I'm trying to do and the big failure moments. Oh, the big speech. You know, you know, That's your I don't, friend. yeah, I don't need like literally the big screaming speech. I just mean like, this right. is what I want to do. And he goes and does it and fails fucking horribly. But instead, it's like right, a series yeah. of minor setbacks that kind of puts him back in the prostitution life. Like his job falls through. The thing with Scott right, Con yeah. doesn't work out. And he's like, all right, well, well, he did that. He did that to himself yeah. because he just thought they were. He thought he could be normal, and they were normal, and they weren't normal, and that's what triggered him to being like, "Fuck this, fuck you, you lied to me, you're all weird, and I don't want this weirdness." And it's just like, well, dude, what, what do you want? Yeah, it's, it's just cough syrup. It's, it's a ca- drugs. It's a character study light. I guess is a yeah. good way to describe it. It's diet character study. There you go. It's like Diet Coke with Nick K. I put it here. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Even though I gave it a six, which is better than Prisons of the Ghostland, I, I think, but I'd still rather rewatch Prisons of the Ghostland than this. Oh. Ooh. Because that movie's bonkers, but it's fun. This movie's like uh, a de- depressing, slow I burn. I don't know if I could say that was fun, but yeah. It was just bonkers. It was like, eh. There's, I don't know. That was just, I, just to see the, ah, fuck you, motherfucker. That guy. Oh, we didn't even talk about Cage in this movie, did we? No. What's Cage is in yellow? this movie. Is his name yellow? Acid, Acid Yellow. Acid Yellow, yes. His name is Acid Yellow. We did. I just. I talked briefly about how he's out of focus and the camera's like, and he's doing coke, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll set you up." And he's like, "What are you gonna do for me?" And I, I repeated it like three times the audio, and I was like, "Did Franco say I'll fuck you?" That's what I thought too. It, it's so I muffled thought, yeah. because there's so much noise in that room, and I'm like, "Did he?" Because he goes, "There's a weird scene where he meets him, and he goes, oh, it's you. What are you doing here, sonny boy?'" And he's, and he does coke, but. 
also you hear dialogue like voiceover going, I want to suck your dick, sonny boy. But yeah. Cage isn't talking on camera. It's bizarre. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not even going to play a clip because it's not worth finding because I deleted the was video. Was that the only one scene though or was he in more than one He's scene? just in that one scene. That and it's like an end, okay. hour and a half into the movie, into a two-hour movie. Well, yeah, it's like the movie. Yeah, the movie's almost over by that point. And he yeah. fucks that. He, he beats the shit out of that dude, fucks him over, and then gets kicked out and goes back home and mopes around. And and you're like, oh, where's yeah. Kate? Oh no. Yeah, and then Mia Shivari is gonna go live with somebody else, some asshole. Because whenever John's proposed to her. Was was that a John or was that her daddy? It was a John. She called him Daddy. Yeah, Daddy. She called him Daddy. Daddy. Is that what his name was? Or Johnny. Hey, Daddy. He's a John. He proposes to her. Hey, he's he's a John. I call him Daddy. Yeah, I saved the clip, but I'm not gonna play it because I don't feel like watching it right now. It's it's watch it. It's like four minutes of Cage. It's not worth the movie. No, it's not. It's interesting to see how Cage directed the movie. More than anything, and it turns yes, out, more eh, than anything. I expe- like you expect, like Cage directed this is the craziest fucking movie. No, it's he very, worked with David Lynch. He worked with all these yeah, great very... directors, and well, that's not wanted to say. Like you, you watch a movie like David Lynch, it's different, it's interesting visually, and this movie was just kind of boring and bland. It's just like his close-ups are too close, they're too tight on the actor's face. It's like I want more room. For them to kind of move around and they look constricted that close because like you look at you know wild at heart all the close-ups weren't that close no any of them like they, they, there's a lot of room except the foe's teeth what well, he's going just because fuck it's, me. it's fantastic fuck fuck it's me. like right Shade in his face yeah. yeah it's brilliant but it's like in the middle of cages new orleans movies because you get like port of call new orleans the warner herzog movie at the top probably yeah yeah zandalay's yeah. at the bottom this one's right in the middle Wow, Zandalay's a New Orleans movie, too. Zandalay fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, that's what you tell me. Zandalay. Look on the left. I'll... Look on the left column. Judge yeah, Judge Hot Rodhold directed that. Look at that bottom movie. Zandalay. <laughs> just, Cage is good in it, but that movie fucking sucks. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Um, until next right. time, which will be Kill Chain. From 2019. Uh, I'm Phoenix West. Dig, dig it, man. I'm going to play two credits because I didn't play it in the last episode. So here you go. Enjoy the credits, man. Here's two credits. This is the wrong one. Look at that. It's fantastic. Copyright 2020. And you get to see here what I wrote at the very end. Yep, not even here at Dean Stanton. Here, and here's this nope. one. Here's the actual episode's hey. credits. Yep, and here we go. And that's the, that's the interview I watched. Yep, and here's this. Not even acid, regardless of color. (laughs) Yellow. Acid Acid. yellow for some fucking reason. Acid yellow. Strange name. Bye. Bye, man. I'm acid yellow. Good night. See you in hell.